Welcome back to Check It Out, Carnegie Stout Library's Adult Services Podcast. Sarah and I are here today to tell you about upcoming programs, popular read-alikes in case the book you've been dying to read is checked out, information about our ongoing summer reading program, and last but not least, this episode will feature an interview with our new library director, Nick Rossman. Hey Becky, what are you looking forward to this summer? Well, I really like uh, sitting out in my backyard by our bonfire. I've got a friend coming over later this week and we can sit outside in the backyard, relax a little bit. Um, I also like to camp. It's Ooh. not real camping. It's definitely fake glamping type stuff with, you know, air conditioning and everything. But I've been doing it with my family in our camper since we were kids. And so we like to try to meet up with them at least, you know, a couple of times during the summer. Sort of like RV sort of? Yes. Yep. It's a, it's a big travel trailer with a slide out and couches and nice. beds and air conditioning. You know, a microwave. Everything you could possibly need. <laughs> I'm much more of a tent camper, but I am also not a real camper because we're very much car campers where you drive to the place and you set up the tent instead of like hiking 20 miles into the woods and then setting up the tent. Yeah, that would definitely be my way. But I still prefer air conditioning. <laughs> air conditioning is very nice. Yeah. I definitely can't say no to that. And having uh, definite access to your own restroom. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and we have a shower, too, in there. It's great. Ooh. Yeah, my parents are fancy. We also like to normally do a lot of grilling, but ours just died, and so we have to start researching another one. Are you going to take advantage of Consumer Reports on the library's website to do your research? I actually am. I think it's going to be a great tool to help us decide which one, because we kind of want to invest in a nicer one compared to what I had from my first year out of college. Honestly, I said that like kind of a joke, but having the online access to consumer reports has been very helpful with so many large household purchases in my life. Right. I agree. We've had to buy a new washer and dryer recently and a new dishwasher. And I always like to check there first just because I know I can trust, yes. <laughs> trust the information. It, it will at minimum say this is a terrible buy. It doesn't matter how much of a discount this is. Exactly. Spend the extra $50. Exactly. Yes. Well, a little bit like camping, um, our big uh, summer activity is hiking. We love that. Um, our favorite like go-to spot locally is the Whitewater Canyon out by Bernard. Okay, I don't think I've ever been out there. It's, it was sort of like not very big, but over the pandemic, it's gotten a lot more popular, especially on weekends. So it can get a little crowded, but not like ridiculous. So it's a drive, but it's worth it. Another one that we really like is the Yellow River State Forest. Another one I haven't heard of. Yeah, that's up by like McGregor Prairie du Chien. Um, okay. And it's an Iowa park and it's mostly sort of hike camping or car camping, but they do have some really nice hiking trails through a variety of different like woodland features. Okay, I like that. I My favorite one that I've been to recently is Palisades Kepler State Park. I think that's how you say it anyway. Um, it's in between here and Iowa City, but wow. beautiful rocky cliffs, like you feel like you're not in Iowa. And Ooh. then I really want to go to the Makokata Caves. I have never been. Oh, I heard it's great. Yes. So that's on my bucket list for the summer. Makokata Caves are beautiful. Yeah. But definitely do not pick like a holiday weekend or that's something. That's what I heard. Pick pick a, a weekday. Yeah. I was hoping a random, you know, a Friday off when I have to work a Saturday. Like, something like, like that. that. Or yeah. even if it's a Monday afternoon. So. 
It doesn't matter how hot it is, mm -hmm. because lovely, when you go through the caves, it's so cool and refreshing. That's good to it know. It makes a huge difference. So. Good to know. So we don't have to wait for that perfect cool day. No. Yeah. You will not overheat. Well, probably. Probably. I mean, bring your water. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> well, another summer activity that we really enjoy are road trips. Okay. So I actually just got back from a road trip that my husband and I took up to Lake Superior. Oh, you went up to Lake Superior. Fun. Yeah, I've got uh, family up in the area, but my um, husband, Patrick, has never been, okay. so that was a really great experience for both of us to, yeah. to go up there. It was a little too cold <laughs> to trick him into swimming in the lake, unfortunately. It is pretty cold up there, and that lake is not known for being warm, so no. I don't blame him. But uh, probably the best part about the road trip was that um, we got to listen to audiobooks together. Okay. And we recently, the library added the full Murderbot Diary series by Martha Wells. I have not heard of that. Downloadable audiobooks. They are fantastic if you like science fiction. Yes. Ben and I both like science fiction. Um, so the, the best part is it's like a perfect series for a road trip. Okay. Because the first like four titles or so are sort of like small... They're, they're novellas, okay. technically, but they sort of add up to make one complete story. Oh, but that's so nice. They, but they stand really well on their own, and they're three to four hours in length. Okay, which so is, not 12 or 13 hours like other audiobooks. So you be. get that full 12-hour listening experience for a long trip, but because you probably are only going to drive like three to four hours in a day, right? you get through one good story in that's a segment, perfect. and then... Yeah, that's so, awesome. It worked really great. Yeah. The narrator of that series is Kevin R. Free. Okay. Which was interesting. So Murderbot, the main character, is a construction, a constructed being. Okay. So they are part uh, artificial intelligence robot and part cloned human part. Interesting. So Murderbot considers themselves an it. Okay. And um, I read the series myself the first time through, and so listening to the books narrated by a male narrator was a different sort of experience for me. So, like, I intellectually knew that Murderbot was an it, yeah. but I found myself going, oh, I was kind of picturing Murderbot as more of a girl because I read it in my own right. voice. That was interesting. It is always, like, when you have one, especially movies, when you have an idea mm -hmm. of a character mm -hmm. in your head, it's very hard to overcome that We also have some upcoming programs here at Carnegie Stout in the Adult Services Department. The only other really big program that we have coming up on the schedule is on Thursday, August 5th, we have a virtual event with best-selling romance novelist Mia Sosa. Her most recent novel was The Worst Best Band, which was one of the funniest, uh, most uplifting books I read of all of 2020, so I definitely hope that you can visit our website and register for that. The last thing we have before our interview with our new director, Nick Rossman, is a few summer reading reminders. We are right in the middle of our summer reading program. I Read's summer reading program theme for 2021 is Reading Colors Your World. The theme of colors provides a context for exploring humanity, nature, culture, and science, 
as well as developing programming that demonstrates how libraries and reading can expand your world through kindness, growth, and community. You are still able to register, and everyone can register online. Otherwise, you can stop by the library to register in person. Adults should go to the recommendations desk on the first floor or the reference desk on the second floor, and children and teens will head to the youth services desk to register. The adult services department has weekly prize drawings for everyone that has submitted a reading log. Each log submitted counts as an extra entry into our drawing, giving you a better chance of winning a prize. We will also have a grand prize drawing at the end of the summer for three baskets filled with goodies. Reading logs can be submitted online at carnegiestout.org slash summer dash reading, or you can pick up a paper copy of the reading log at the recommendations or reference desk. All you have to do is complete that reading log for every three books read or take part in adult services virtual events or activities. Yes, you heard correctly. Any adult services program, such as our upcoming tie-dye one, will count as a book read towards your total. If you have any questions, please send an email to yourlibrarian at dubuque.lib.ia.us. Or you can call us at 563-589-4225. Hey everyone, this is Becky again, and I thought I would take a few moments to give you a couple ideas for your next read. As we all know, wait lists for new releases and bestsellers can be extremely long, so I thought that I would give you some suggestions for read-alike books for some of the titles with the longest hold lists here at the library. The first one that has a very long hold list is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. If you are waiting for that book or are interested in checking it out, you should try A Girl Named Anna by Lizzie Barber. High school senior Anna Montgomery lives a quiet, devout life in Florida with her widowed mother. When Anna and her boyfriend, the local pastor's son, decide to sneak off to Astroland, the state's biggest theme park, where she's never been, for her 18th birthday, she discovers Astroland is strangely familiar. Meanwhile, in London, teenager Rosie Archer and her parents must come to terms with the 15th anniversary of the kidnapping of her sister, Emily, which occurred during a trip to America when Rosie was just a baby. Despite having little hope of success, Rosie resolves to do something, and she begins by reading all the conspiracy theories and stories about the kidnapping online. Her research uncovers a few promising leads, one involving a well-known reporter. As Rosie fights for the truth, Anna seeks her own, and soon both find themselves in danger. Another option, if you're waiting for the last thing he told me, is Watch Me Disappear by Janelle Brown. In Brown's novel, the main character, Billy, wasn't always a Berkeley supermom. She had a tumultuous childhood, a rebellious adolescence, even a felonious period in her early 20s. When she met Jonathan, a straight-laced technology editor, she finally felt ready to settle down. After she and Jonathan got married and had their daughter, Olive, Billy felt the stirrings of independence again. It started gradually, getting in the car and driving to Utah after a fight, then returning with an armful of groceries as if no time had passed but her solo hiking trips and weekends away had become more frequent. When Billy disappears while hiking, police only find a shattered cell phone and a hiking boot near the trail. With little else to go on, Jonathan and Olive reassemble what they truly know about Billy and decide if they're willing to learn the whole truth. Another popular title in the library right now is Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. 
If you're interested in that title, the first suggested read-alike is The Most Fun We Ever Had by Claire Lombardo. The four adult daughters of two Chicago parents who have been madly in love for decades recklessly ignite old rivalries until a long-buried secret threatens to shatter the lives they built. You can also try The Turner House by Angela Flournoy. Learning after a half century of family life that their house on Detroit's east side is worth only a fraction of its mortgage, the members of the Turner family gather to reckon with their past and decide the house's fate. Another book that has a very long wait list is People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. The first read-alike suggestion is Shipped by Angie Hockman. Between taking night classes for her MBA and her demanding day job at a cruise line, marketing manager Henley Evans barely has time for herself, let alone family, friends, or dating. But when she's shortlisted for the promotion of her dreams, all her sacrifices finally seem worth it. The only problem? Graham Crawford Collins, the remote social media manager and the bane of her existence, is also up for the position. Although they've never met in person, their epic email battles are the stuff of office legend. Their boss tasks each of them with drafting a proposal on how to boost bookings in the Galapagos. Best proposal wins the promotion. There's just one catch. They have to go on a company cruise to the Galapagos Islands together. Another option is Meet Cute by Helena Hunting. After meeting the former actor she had a crush on as a teenager and fangirling all over him, Kaylin Flowers strikes up a friendship with Daxton Hughes, who needs help acting as a guardian to his 13-year-old sister. The last title on my read-alike list here is The Other Black Girl by Zakaya Delilah Harris. While you eagerly wait to get your hands on a copy, you can try Black Buck by Matteo Ascaripor. In this novel, an unambitious college graduate accepts a job at someone, the hottest NYC startup, and reimagines himself as Buck, a ruthless salesman, and begins to hatch a plan to help young people of color infiltrate America's sales force. You could also try Sophia of Silicon Valley by Anna Yen. A brilliant young Asian woman navigates the dynamic world of Silicon Valley in the boom years of the tech industry, working for some of the world's leading minds, including Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, while enduring a comedy of errors and bad boy behavior in would-be professional environments, often from the perspective of the only woman on her teams. These suggestions and descriptions of the books are provided by our Novelist Plus database. Novelist Plus is something that you can try too if you're ever stuck looking for a good book. You can find fiction and nonfiction books by describing plots, characters, find series order of books, themed books list, and author and title readalikes for all reading levels. Check it out on our website, carnegiestout.org, under research. Hi everyone, it's Becky here with our new library director, Nick Rossman. Welcome to your first episode of Check It Out. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so thanks for being here today. Since it's our first podcast, since you become the new director here, we thought it'd be great to do a brief interview so we can get to know you a little better. So I have a few questions, not too tough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. ready. Nope, good. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. So the first one I have is, I think you're originally from Dubuque, right? Is that where you grew up? I, I am originally from Dubuque. I think I was born at... Mercy Hospital. Okay, so you're like a true Dubuque. Uh -huh. All right, that's awesome. Yeah. And so where have you been since you left Dubuque the first time, I guess? Well, I graduated from Hempstead in 1999. 
went to the University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls. So uh, it took me a year or two to really become a true Panther. So then after I graduated from uh, UNI with a uh, undergraduate degree, a bachelor's in um, communication studies, okay. I moved to Des Moines, okay. uh, where I lived for a couple of years and I uh, worked at Target and then started working for um, a video store chain called Family Video. Oh, you can't go wrong with Family Video. It was fun. Yeah. 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 I, you know, so liked that job um, for a while and then uh, moved to Waterloo uh, for Family Video. Worked there until 2008 when I started at the Waterloo Public Library. Okay. And you were there up and, until Yeah, been now? in Waterloo until okay. 2021. Well, I'm glad to have you back in Dubuque. So was it just because you grew up here? Is that why you wanted to come back here once you knew the director position was open? Yeah, it was something... Uh, my wife and I, we uh, had our first child in 2015, okay. and really just uh, as we've had kids, we it's something we've kind of talked about is if we had an opportunity to get back here, we would explore it, and uh, that's just kind of, yeah, I found out that Susan was retiring, yeah. and uh, we took a took a shot yeah. to see what it would be like. That's great. So yeah. is most of your family then still in the area as well? Uh, yeah, both uh, my wife and I are both originally from Dubuque. Okay. So um, her her parents are here and then my mom um, lives here. So. That's awesome. You're yeah. really lucky that you, yeah. you got, to, got the job right back home. But So you said you got your undergraduate at UNI. Where did you get your uh, master's in library science? I did my master's uh, in library science program through the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Okay. Uh, I started in 2015. Okay, so fairly recent. Uh-huh, and I graduated, I just graduated in 2019. So did you intend to work in libraries or did that just kind of happen? Oh, that's a great question. No, what happened was I was becoming less excited about working at the video store. Yeah. And uh, it was a really fun job. I love talking about movies all day, but the hours and the pay weren't like anything to jump through right. hoops over. So the Waterloo Public Library was hiring a circulation supervisor and the, the parallels between managing a video store and uh, running a circulation department were oddly similar. I'm not surprised. It's, like, it's still yeah, customer service, by right. the way. Customer service and then just it's kind of um, like a video store is like a library light kind of, yeah. I don't know, which just focuses on one medium. And yeah. So yeah, it worked out. So I started there in uh, the fall of 2008 and then just kind of gained more responsibilities and yeah. learned more. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing about working in the library world, especially the public library world? Uh, well, I really, I really like helping people find things or, um, or learn new things. I think that's uh, maybe my favorite thing. As a director, I don't get to do that as often yeah. as I would like. So when I do get those opportunities, that's really fun. Yeah. But it's also rewarding to do that like with staff and to help them learn new things or, or find resources. So um, those moments as well, I do get to do that a little bit more. Now, I'm on the opposite side of that, being a new staff member here, right. that I think more people are teaching me things right now, <laughs> which okay. is which is great too. Yeah, that's good. That's probably my favorite thing, and just being around all the yeah. books and movies and yeah. things is fun too. Yeah, um, I don't know if you know, but I just, I was a public school teacher for seven years before I got hired here full time. And so I really like the teaching aspect and I like that I can still use those skills. So I agree with you that yeah. it's a good part of the job. And then because we are in a library, what's your favorite author or most recent thing you've read that you enjoyed? Oh, um, Not to put you on the spot. No, that's okay. <laughs> Honestly, I have mostly what I'm reading now 
these books. Okay, uh, that's more for, than fair. Not just for my own personal enjoyment. <laughs> uh, no, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because I have a, a five-year-old daughter and a, a three-year-old son. So okay. we've really been, they really enjoy, or maybe it's more me, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, there's kind of mutual enjoyment for our, like, Mo Willems books are typically okay. pretty fun. Yes. But I'm trying to think for my own, I have, it, I have not read for my own personal enjoyment for quite some time. The only time I really have to read is basically bedtime, and what I discovered was I was trying to read the latest installment from Pierce Brown's uh, series of sci-fi. Okay. I feel like the last book was like Dark Ages or mm -hmm. something, and I can't, I can't remember, but it was like I got about, I don't know, a third of the way, and it was a big book, like yeah. 600 pager. Yeah. I got about a third of the way through it, and I was, and it was just like I was falling asleep after 10 minutes, That's and I, was, I just need to take a break, yeah. so, and I haven't been back. My husband and I do the same thing, though. We go through phases where we read a ton for a really long time, then we're like, we're going to take a break. So yeah. I think people... I feel like I'm on the verge of a reading phase. Okay, Like, that's I've been good. slowly like, oh, I really want to get into this. And right. I've got some things I want to read, so... That's good. Sometimes it's about finding that right book to get you back into it. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. we can find something for you if you can't find something for yourself, right? I'll ask the rec desk. Yes, yeah. there you go. They'll come find That's you. what we're good at. Yeah. I guess the last thing I have here is just like a local question. What is your favorite local restaurant here in Dubuque? And what do you like to order there for most or your favorite dish? Oh, that's a really, I mean, I guess I could be really easy. I mean, there's so <laughs> many places, I'll just be honest, that I can't can't wait to try. Okay. Because that's Tell us about that, too. That's fine. Yeah, I mean. Have I'm you like, been to Brazen? I think I have okay. a while ago. So, you know, before COVID, my wife and I would try and get back here with our kids like like once a month. Okay. Sometimes we'd go out to eat. Yeah. But so I think I've been to Brazen. Okay. But there are a lot of places that I I did not know about. Yeah. Some Thai restaurants that I'm excited to try and. There's um, Lena's and Pete's. Both yeah. excellent. Are they both? Okay, that's yes. good to know. Lena's is my is my favorite by a little bit. But, okay. And that yeah. was like super close to where I'm living awesome. in my mom's basement. So. <laughs> well, um, you got to live somewhere for now, right? That's okay. Yeah, if anybody's listening has uh, in on an open It's a tough market we're, right now. Yeah, we're, we're looking to buy. So, but I mean, Happy Joe's is always kind that's of That's what like, my husband would always be. He would I don't agree. know. I, no, that's... It's kind of like whenever we come back is probably, not every single time, but yeah. every other or every third, we're probably going to be. Happy Joe's. That's, so, he has to have it for his birthday every year. Yeah. He told me if we ever moved, we would still have to come oh. get Happy Joe's. So. Yeah. But, yeah. It's good. I recommend Copper Kettle. Also yeah, I love going there. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me for a few minutes today. I think we got to know you a little better. So. Well, thank you for yeah. having me. And hopefully we'll have you back again soon. Thanks for joining Sarah and Becky for another episode of Check It Out, Carnegie Stout Library's adult services podcast. A big thank you goes to our new director, Nick Rossman, for being a part of this episode. And as always, a big thank you goes to Ben Eagle for recording and performing the music for our show. If you have anything you would like us to talk about or something you would like to contribute, please email us at yourlibrarian at dubuque.lib.ia.us.